Hey everybody, I am Kevin Cooley. And I'm Adrian. Welcome to A Life That Works. We pastor a church in Mobile, Alabama, and we don't have a perfect life, but we've got a life that works. We do. Come on, somebody. That's more than some people can say, but that's why we're doing this, isn't it? We're doing this so that we can help you live an abundant life, a life that works. All right, so today we're going to work on something pretty special. We're going to teach you how to effectively drop the F-bomb. Okay, how do you feel about the F-word? You ever been abandoned or betrayed and you just felt like dropping the F-bomb? So how do you feel about that? Do do you want to say the F word first or do you want me to? Forgiveness. What were you thinking? Yes, I got it. <laughs> the F bomb is forgiveness. All right. So, Adrian, tell us your biggest F bomb story. Oh, goodness. What happened really? in your life that caused you pain and you had to you had to forgive someone? So, Kevin, you know, you know this story well. <laughs> oh, no, no, it involves me. <laughs> no, no, you know, as a pastor's wife. Oh, gotcha. I really found out that I had really had a pretty easy, great life because as a pastor's wife, I had to get used to people coming in and out of my life. Yeah. It's like a parade. Hmm. <laughs> like, like Mardi Gras. Like Mardi Gras. Sometimes, <laughs> Sometimes they, just they throw stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I had to finally get to the place where, you know, I accepted that. And that mm. was really hard for me. So um, yeah. it, it really became a thing where, you know, you get so close to people, you go on vacation with these people, you like share your deepest, <clears throat> darkest, you know, you have really true community, right? Connection. And as a pastor's wife, I just remember I got to this place where I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Mm. And I felt like I would kind of say I get rejected for a living. That's what I do for a living. Yeah. And I felt that way. And so that but then I had to get to this place of forgiveness. Yeah. Of dropping the F bomb. And, you know, I think I knew that I had gotten to that place of forgiveness when I would see these people mainly on Instagram <laughs> right, right. or in the grocery well, store. Okay, let me ask you this. So, I mean, if someone's legitimately abused you or taken advantage of you, I'm talking about some serious yeah. stuff, and, and you are tired of mm. suffering, how do you know when you have forgiven them or not? I think it's when you do see them on Instagram, you know, mm. or at the store or whatever, their name comes up in a conversation that you're having, you know, with somebody and then there's not that little sting, mm. you know, that little, that little turn in your gut that's just kind of like, uh, just that ucky, yucky feeling sure. of pain. And, and, you know, when you realize, um, a lot of times people say, you know, well, God just brought them in your life for a season. And that, I mean, I guess so sometimes, but yeah. I think sometimes it's that, Somebody hurt you. Yeah. And when they hurt you, you have to first admit that that's what happened. Sure. Be honest um, with yourself. Yeah. And then that's the first step. And yeah. then you can start working on accepting it, yeah. accepting those things yeah, that we okay. don't like. So I know the first year of our marriage, um, we were kids. We were and kids. I, what, I was 22. You were 21. Yes. So this was, what, four or five years back. And <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, everybody, if you're listening. Yeah, so about the first year of our marriage, because we're on almost 30 years this year. I know. 
of, of Can, how is that possible? Marital bliss. I feel like I'm 30. <laughs> you look like you're 30. Oh, so, Thank you. okay, our first year of marriage. I had a hard time forgiving you for everything. Anything. <laughs> I was just grumpy because I think I was still kind of processing my parents' divorce when I was a kid. And so I didn't think I had forgiven because I still had negative feelings. Yeah. And I think that was what was, I was grappling with forgiveness. Is, so is forgiveness a choice or is it a feeling? How do you, what do you say to that? So, you know, according to Everyday Health, research shows us that forgiveness um, usually falls into two categories. Okay. Either it's decisional or it's emotional. Gotcha. And so it's not always one or the other. Uh, for you, you may, you know, make the decision like that's what happened with you. You made yeah. the decision to forgive me right. for different things, your parents for different sure. things, yourself, Myself, you know, whoever yeah. was in the line of fire. Right. Yeah. We make this decision to forgive. That's what you did. And then you learned that the emotions follow. Follow. Yeah. So, so that's encouraging because it puts it back in my control. Yeah, I don't have to sit around and wait for a good feeling to come around to know that I've forgiven. Right. I can just go back to the fact that I made a decision and my feelings can catch up later. Yeah. It's like on August 7th, 1993, the day that shall live forever. <laughs> Not in infamy, but anyway, uh, that didn't go well. I was trying to be funny, but but no, that was our, that's our wedding anniversary. Right. And there have been times in our marriage over the 30 years, I jokingly, not so jokingly say, I've been happily married. We've been happily married for 28 <laughs> years and 28 out of 30 ain't bad. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, there have been times when we've both lost that love and feeling. Yeah. But we go back to the decision we made on August the 7th, 1993. Yeah. We made a vow. We made a decision. So feelings can come and go, and they do. But the decision we made is what remains steadfast yeah. and so in the same so what you're saying is that it's like that with forgiveness yes i can still have the feelings of being hurt right disappointed betrayed abused whatever and, and and by forgiving i got another question for you when you forgive someone are you saying okay what you did to me is okay no no you're actually you're not going to be able you're not going to need to forgive someone if what they did was okay <laughs> okay good point you know and so speaking of that though before we move on from there i want to remember one of those years that was not mm -hmm. so fun for us mm -hmm. okay you know the way i chose to forgive you for sure. just probably and thank you, by the you way. know whatever being a jerk being a sometimes you know whatever just the little stupid stuff that yeah. we kind of we're bickering about that year. Right. And I realized you would go to work and I would just blare Tim mm. and Faith. And it was, I got my emotions. Okay, Tim and Faith. These are friends of yours. Who's, who's Tim and Faith? Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know... Uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, their song, oh, Tim This Faith. Kiss, This Kiss. I'm not going to sing, but about the white t-shirt and all that. I got a Bobby oh. stand on my white t-shirt. Right. I would blare that whole album. And yeah. I think it was Breathe, maybe, was one of the songs. Just Breathe. Yes. And I just literally, on purpose, would just like get my emotions mm. I up. started with the emotions oh, cool. and then I was able to make the decision. Ooh, so it to works forgive. both ways. <laughs> right. Nice. And so you'd come home from work and I'm like, you know, feeling, feeling all in love with you again. I like that. And so it can go either way. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
All right, so we all have triggers that might bring up the feeling, the sting of what happened in the past. So what helps you drop the F-bomb and blow up those negative emotions? Um, so Painful even emotions. So probably for me, the biggest thing that helps me is just in that moment when I want to really like let somebody have a piece of my mind. First, I have to realize I don't have an extra piece to, <laughs> right give to share. Away. Yeah. Okay. Me but either. Good but point. seriously, I really stop for a minute and just every time I think, okay, wait a minute. I bet in situations where maybe someone's left my life, so to speak, yeah. you know, or, you know, so I feel rejected oh, yeah. or whatever good. in a situation. What helps me always have mercy and think, you know, not then get offended, not right. let myself be offended because that's a sin and that'll right. trip you up or just be, right. you know, depressed all the time over it is when I just stop and realize, you know what, I probably had something to do with this situation, mm -hmm. you know, um, but for the grace of God, <laughs> there go I, like I immediately think, I, I'm sure, have some responsibility no, in this so not working. you're saying, I realize that in our relationship, I loved you, but I loved you in my own flawed way. Yes, we all love each other in a flawed love because yeah. we're not perfect. We're not perfect, but it can work. Yes, because it can work when we yield we'll to the love of God on the inside of us. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. We just don't always yield to it. Yeah. And what, what if you're not a Christ follower, though? How do you work you're through some screwed. of those things? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Thanks for tuning in. And for next week, no, uh, okay, that's definitely a great advantage to have yeah. love himself living on the inside of you. But what if, I mean, even, even if you're not a Christ follower, you can still be an adult, sit down with somebody, be open-minded and listen more than you talk and communicate and talk through, be empathetic. Try yeah. to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Yeah, seriously. It's, it's a lot easier when you, the love of God's been shed abroad in your heart. I mean, right. as Christians, we but should do that, But you can tap right? into those principles, whether you're a born-again believer or not. You yeah. just try it. it. Works. Love never fails. Right. When you yield to love at any... So I'm, I was just kidding. It no, it's just, funny, You though. know, I'm not funny on purpose often, so <laughs> I was just trying, but... I like yeah. it. Keep trying. Keep trying. I like <laughs> so, it. So, but seriously, because when love himself lives on the inside of you, mm -hmm. then it just, that's, that's part of who you are. So I'm going to share a verse with us that's so profound. And this is Jesus talking. It's okay. in Matthew chapter six, verses 14 and 15. And this is what it says. It says, for if you forgive men or people, their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But now this is a big, but. If you do not forgive people their trespasses, neither will your father forgive you mm. yours. That's so good. Drop the mic, Jesus. That's so good, Kevin, because, you know, the real, the real, uh, real thing here to consider is the most self-loving thing that we Ooh. can do is to forgive. That's awesome. Why is it important to love yourself? It's so important. You know, I, I read this one book once that uh, is this quote just has never left me. Mm. And it was this love yourself like your life depends on it because mm. it does. Here's a random fact I want to just share with you today. Right. John Hopkins Medic Medicine says this says forgiveness can reap huge rewards. Mm. Uh, for your health, it, it actually uh, scientifically has been proven to lower the risk of heart attack. Okay. Forgiveness. That's helpful. The F-bomb. Right on. 
Uh, so the F-bomb blows up heart attacks. Yes, it improves cholesterol levels nice. and sleep. All right. How many of us have lost some sleep over yeah, unforgiveness? Raise my hand. It reduces pain, reduces blood pressure, wow. and levels of anxiety, depression. Amazing. I mean, yeah. So the F-bomb really does blow some stuff up. Of course, we're talking about forgiveness. If, yes. you're, li- if you're listening to this with somebody right now, just turn to him and say... F you, forgive you. (laughs) And uh, back to something that's not necessarily in our notes, but we're talking about loving yourself. Part of that is forgiving yourself. Yeah. Because you forgive people that you love. Now, you don't have to even like them. I hope you like yourself, but you can forgive somebody and love somebody, but not like somebody. Like my friend said, Lord, I love them, but do I have to hang out with them? (laughs) No, you don't have to. Yeah. But 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 we need sometimes the hardest person to forgive is ourselves. Yeah. Why is that? And then how do we forgive ourselves? Well, for me, the first step, I guess I'm I'm going to think of something just this morning. Actually, I don't have to go far back <laughs> <laughs> because you know what we all and that doesn't mean our life isn't working. Right. We're we're not we're human, and mm. and one of the you know I guess secrets that in forgiving myself is just coming to the feet of Jesus and just like you always say, admit it and quit it. Like the quicker we are to just humble ourselves, you know, the Bible says to to humble ourselves and then resist the devil Mm -hmm. and then he will flee from us. So, you know, just, I love what you say all the time. You say guilty as charged. Just be quick to say guilty as charged. Did that. Sorry. Yeah. Cause it's just whether you're forgiving yourself or someone else, Yeah. because quite honestly, this whole everyone's here for a season and a reason Mm -hmm. is really a cop out to help soothe our soul sometimes. Like a coping but, mechanism. Yeah, it's a coping mechanism because it's like in the movie Pretty Woman, not that I'm, you know, um, advocating that movie, but mm. he says, mm. you know, the, the guy in there <clears throat> says, I... What is it? I am angry with my father. That cost me $10,000 in therapy, but I'm going to say it again. I'm I'm angry angry with with my father. (laughs) Well, like that's the first part of forgiveness is admitting that someone hurt you. Yeah. And yes, you have a part to play. Probably they do. We're all in a fallen world. The whole system's jacked up, but that's why thank God for Jesus because he is really the secret of how we can have a life that works. Okay, audience, so what negative effects has unforgiveness had in your life on your physical health? And then how did things improve when you forgave? Or have you not forgiven yet and you're still holding on to those negative effects? How about you? I know you have a testimony about how this has positively impacted impacted your health. Yes. You know, Happy Anyway was my first book. And one of the chapters in Happy Anyway is called Happy and Healthy. Mm. And it's so true. The Bible says that a merry heart does good like a medicine. You know, scripture says that, you know, what, what is the scripture about that as we prosper yeah, third in John, it says, Beloved, I pray that you would prosper and be in health. Wow. Even as your soul prospers, yes. not your spirit, but yes. your mind, your will, and your emotions. Yes. So financial prosperity and physical wellness are contingent upon how your, how your mental health, health your mental health. Yeah. Right. And so for me, you know, I am definitely the type of person that if I'm upset, 
You know, some people, when they're upset, they can't eat. You can look mm-hmm. at me and tell when I'm upset, I go for the brownies. Like, <laughs> I, you know, everybody's <laughs> bodies are different, right? Yeah. But it it does affect you, whether right. some people lose their health because they waste away because mm-hmm. they, you know, maybe deal with eating disorders, anorexia right. or whatever, you know, different things that uh, plague each one of us when our emotions are, you know, when we're experiencing loss in different ways. Yeah. And for me, uh, you know, I've, there's all kinds of different psychosomatic diseases Mm. that our emotions and stress and anxiety, right? Because we're a three-part being, that's why. Because we are spirit, soul, and body, and you cannot Mm. disconnect the three. They're all connected. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's so good. Um, I, I think, and I believe, that perhaps people that are watching or listening, I... I'm going to throw this out there. If I was a betting man, and I'm not, but if I was, I would bet that about 50% of your problems, mental health problems, would go away if you started here and dropped the F-bomb and forgave Mm. the person or people that hurt you, rejected you, abandoned you, and forgave yourself for the dumb stuff that you did. And listen, of course you did dumb stuff. Welcome to the human race. Which one of us hasn't? Yeah. And so, Kevin, tell them about your book, Yay! The All Couch, right. because that could really help. You have got a whole chapter called I do. The I just Ride. released a new book. It's called The Couch, Seven Sessions with The Counselor. And so, of course, The Couch is the therapy couch, and I'm not a therapist, but I have a full-time therapist. His name is the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Where's the organ player? <laughs> but I've, I took the seven <laughs> chapters, and or eight chapters, actually, and I thought, what are the things that people come to talk to me the most about as a pastor? What do they want help with the most? And we have one whole chapter called The F-Bomb, because this hits so many people. So you can find it on Amazon. Yeah. It's called The Couch, or you can find it at our website, harvestmobile.com. And maybe you can find it everywhere books are sold, but probably not. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's get practical here. All right. I like it. And, you know, get the book, The Couch. That's going to help so much. But also, yes. I want to talk about five steps to forgiveness. So, get your notebook out. And we're just going to go okay. over these five practical steps where you can take what you've heard today and actually apply it. Because what good is it if we don't actually get this right. into the fabric of our lives so that just our life do it. can work? Apply the Nike yes. principle and just do it. That's part of having a life that works. You yes. got to do some hard stuff. Yes. But it'll be easy. It can be easy now and hard later, or it can be hard right now and easy for a long time later. Yes. So number one, consider how much you have been forgiven. Oh, man. That's when I a think good of all the dumb stuff start. I've done, I'm like, let me have mercy on everybody else. Yes. All right. So number two, remember the death of Christ was in vain if we will not forgive others. That's good because Jesus and God, they, they love our offender just as much as they love us. Oof. And sometimes we're like, kill him, God. <laughs> I don't think he answers those prayers because he loves everybody. Yes. So number three, number three, remind yourself the positive benefits of forgiving, mending relationships, you know, forgiving yourself. It's good for you. Yes. It'll help your finances. It'll help your physical health. It'll help you sleep better. Yes. On and on and on. So good. 
So let that motivate you yeah, to go ahead and, and drop the F bomb. Right on. Pray for a bless, pray for and bless those who have hurt Number you. Number four, Ooh. pray for. Yes. Jesus said, bless those that curse you. That word bless, it means eulogize. I did a funeral yesterday and I eulogized this guy. And, and basically, what do you do? When, some, when you eulogize someone, you just tell all the good stuff. Mm, we all have that. bad stuff, but at somebody's funeral, we don't talk about that. You know, we'll talk I, about the good stuff. I love going with you to funerals, and I know that might sound crazy, but it's like every funeral is mm. so special because. I leave funerals thinking, why don't we just talk this way about each other when they're alive? <laughs> Man, that's so good, Adrian. If we did uh, that, it would change the world. It would change the world. So eulogize each other. That's so you know? good. And, and man, this would pay great <sighs> dividends in your marriage. Yes. In friendships, family, yeah. siblings, parent-child relationships. Yes. And I'm blessed. I have a few super close and just valued friends. And if I'm thinking about them and thankful for them, I've gotten to where... I'll just tell them now, yeah. and I'll tell them why I'm thankful for them. And I yeah. try to do the same for you. I haven't always been good at that. It's a, it's a new habit I'm working on. All right, what's number five? So number five is realize the goal of forgiveness isn't always restoration of the relationship. Mm, okay. Now, we could probably talk about that for a minute because... So what is the goal? The goal is is forgiveness is for, dropping the f-bomb number one to obey god yes and then like you said all the positive and it benefits. frees you there you go right it sets it's, you free yeah all right yeah so forgiveness versus reconciliation now god commands me to forgive mm-hmm. but whether the re- uh, relationship is reconciled or not right that's not 100%. always possible right yes You know, I was in therapy for a season over a situation that just really... Is it okay for Christians to have a therapist? Oh, my goodness. Why would I be so crazy to have this great emotional or mental need, something Mm. I can't figure out in life? Right. And how stupid of me would it be to not pay somebody 150 bucks... Mm-hmm. to get their $60,000 worth of education. The or Bible more, says that my right. people perish for lack of knowledge. So yeah. if you need help, go get it. For sure. I had my therapist on my stage <laughs> with me at my happy conference. Yeah. And then like some of the greatest conferences in this country, right? Uh, one of them texted me and was like, we're going to do that. We're going to, and they had their therapist they on their off stage. your idea. I'm I love like, it. Yes, this is so good because we need to get rid of that stigma. Yeah. I mean, we if, all need If something's help. wrong with my car, I pay a mechanic. Right. Because he knows how to fix it. I of would course. just mess it up worse. Right. And so, so, so if yeah. ladies wanted to go to your ladies conference, how do they find out about it? AdrianCooley.com or Eventbrite. You can find there you it go. there. And you definitely want to come. It's so much so fun. So you were saying you were talking to your therapist about the situation. Yes. And I just kept going back. And you know, the definition of insanity is just hmm. doing the same thing over and over right. and wanting different results, you know, expecting different results. And so finally she looked at me and she's like, Adrian, you have forgiven them. Hmm. She's like, just it doesn't, they may not respond. Yeah. And you know, at that point they hadn't. And do you want to know the most beautiful thing though, in that situation, right after that appointment, when I finally just kind of realized I'm walking in forgiveness, the relationship isn't reconciled, but that's not on me. And Mm -hmm. I just left that day feeling so free 
Because really, the reality was I had forgiven long before that. But I thought, I kept trying to take it on as my responsibility to completely reconcile the relationship. Yeah. Do you know within the next week, I got a phone call hmm. from that person and nice. who wanted to get together. And of course, and see, that's the thing. When we've forgiven someone, yeah. we're no longer like this. You know, we're, it, it helps us open our arms right. for reconciliation. When, you if, know, if they're not a dangerous, dangerous yeah. person. Yeah. Speaking of danger. Yeah. Speaking just knocking of, off <laughs> pots perfect, and pans. And um, but, you know, we, we got together and there was nice. some great discussion. Yeah. And that was our first step toward reconciliation. But that was... So good. She's, my therapist told me this. She said, stop chasing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, yeah. forever. He doesn't change. She's like, you haven't changed. They're the ones that have changed. Yeah. And so she's like, just stand there with your arms open wide. And so as Let's a pastor's wife, when the parade is going on and stuff <laughs> is flying through the air, right. I'm just standing here and That's my good. arms are open wide and I'm fine. All right. It makes me think of two things. And yeah. one is the 23rd Psalm. The so Lord good. is my shepherd, I shall not yes. want. He leads me by still yes. waters. He restores my soul. He causes me to lie down in those green pastures. So God often does his best work when we rest. Yes. I was thinking of uh, Adam. Mm. God did his best work when Adam took a nap. Yeah. And when Adam woke up, whoa, man, there was yeah. Eve. Yeah. So sometimes we just need to rest and let God be God and do what only God can do. Yes. And stop trying to do our job and God's job. Oh, my goodness, Kevin. Think about this. You know, we're launching two men into the world right yes, now. We have two sons. And they, and you, you know, as a mama of boys, you just want to run after them. You don't want to mm-hmm. let them go, right? And you're like, Adrian, leave them alone. Like, (laughs) you know, and when I do, when I just stop and stay still, right? So much more often they'll come to me. But mama's chasing, they're going to keep running because they're boys and it's not my season, my season of that real closeness. And so if you're watching this and you are launching young adults, you know, mama, we got to let go. And I'm sure my boys will hear this and remind me of this. <laughs> here's, and here's a good time to remind us of the serenity prayer. Yes. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things yes. I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, mm. and the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, my goodness. All right. Good stuff, Adrian. All right. Put a bow on the show for us, girl, and tell us, just look at the camera and speak to people out there that might be hurting, that are listening, mm-hmm. that maybe they've, they've been abused, they've mm-hmm. been hurt, and just encourage them to forgive how to do it yes. and pray for them. Yes. You know what? My heart just is going out to you right now because I've been in your shoes. If you are in a place where you are just like, I don't know if I can forgive this. You don't know what's happened. Listen. I have been through so much loss, so much really abuse. And so I really can say to you that I know what it's like to be taken advantage of. I know what it's like to be literally abused. I know what, um, I don't know what you're going through because we all experience pain and loss and betrayal and just destruction in our lives, um, crisis differently. But I just want you to know that 
I am going to join my faith with yours right now. And the Bible says that where two or more are gathered, he's right here in the midst of us. And if that, if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. So I want to pray with you right now. So I just kind of wanted to fill you up with a little bit of God's word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let's pray together right now. Father, I just thank you for whoever might be in the sound of my voice that might just be holding on to the smallest rope of hope that they can get their hands around like I was at that time. Yes, Lord. And Father, I just pray right now that a holy boldness Mm -hmm. will just be imparted into them right now. And just a faith that maybe they almost had lost Mm -hmm. because faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not yet seen. So, Lord, whatever is going on in their life right now that looks impossible, Father, I pray that you would just gird them up with strength, that they would not grow weary and well-doing, Lord, that they would realize that you are their hope. It is always too soon to quit. And so right now, I'm just looking at this camera and whoever you are, I just, I just, encourage you to either get on your knees or throw your hands up in the air. Just do something. Just change your state in Mm. some way. Put your hands, clasp your hands together if that's all you can muster the strength to do. Just something to just signify to God, God, I'm going to trust you in this. I'm done trying to do it on my own. And you know what? I believe that when you do that right now in this moment, the Bible says that happy people trust in the Lord. And so if you've lost your happy, if you're like, oh my goodness, I just don't know if I can forgive this person. This forgiveness is just like terrorizing me right now. I just believe that right now in this moment, you can just let that person go, even if it's yourself. And trust God with whatever the pain is. And so right now, Lord, we just forgive and just Mm -hmm. say their name. Yes. We forgive that person and we we let them go. That's That's what the root word of forgiveness means is just to let go. And so I know it's a cliche, but let's let go and let God. Awesome. So good. Thank you, Adrian. Hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in today and watching A Life That Works, listening to A Life That Works. Please subscribe, share, hit the like button, give us a five-star rating on the podcast, and follow us on all of our social media platforms. I'm PK Cooley, and she's Addie Cooley. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm old school. I'm still on Twitter. Yes. You know what? Please do. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't subscribed Uh, do a review on Amazon, wherever. And we look forward to keeping in touch with you on social media. And, you know, go to our website. We've Mm -hmm. got all kinds of resources for you. We've got other books, some that we've mentioned, uh, online courses, happy coaching, and just all kinds of things. You know what? We are out of time today. I can't believe it. This has been so fun to just have this time with you. Thanks for watching. And I want to leave you guys with this, uh, this quote from Mother Teresa. It says this, people are often unreasonable. Can I get an amen? Mm-hmm. illogical and self-centered mm. forgive them anyway until next time we're praying that you enjoy a life, life that, that works, works.